News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Egg freezing can be emotionally, physically and financially demanding, raising hope with no guarantee of success. So wrote the British journalist Katie Rosinski uh, recently. Uh, for more on this, we're joined by Michaela Hayes, Spin Radio presenter, uh, to talk about her own experience. Uh, Michaela, based on what you've gone through, do you agree with uh, Katie Rosinski's assessment? I agree with parts of it and then not other parts. I think... For some people, it can be quite an emotional journey. For other people, not so much. For some people, it's a physical experience, like physical, they find that really draining. Other people, not so much. And then I I don't really like the with no guarantee of success part because the success rate for it is quite high. So I feel like that kind of diminishes the whole process. Why, why did you make the decision to freeze your eggs? Well, COVID took many, many years from us. That's what I'm using as the excuse for being single at my fine old age. (laughs) But I really kind of imagined that I would be married with kids and all of that at this age. And I'm not. And I also found that, you know, there's we have a biological clock. They do recommend that you freeze your eggs before 35. But then Another element that I had was my mom had a hysterectomy when I when she was in her 20s. So in regards to like familial history on menopause, et cetera, in my family, I have no idea when that could be. So it could be in my early 30s. It could be my 40s. I have no idea. I've nothing to base that off. So sure, I just sure. wanted to safeguard it. Uh, can I ask you if it's not a rude question, uh, what age you are? I'm 35, so I left it to the to the vet, the cusp of the cutoff age before I did it. Yeah, absolutely. So, is there what is the cutoff age? So they recommend that you do it before you're 35, just due to the quality of your eggs and then the amount of eggs that you will get. So the older you get, kind of the the likelihood of them being suitable for freezing and maturing, and that they'll defrost well and take to um you know, being made into embryos, well, that all reduces and the amount of eggs that you will release reduces as well. So ideally, the earlier, the better, but 35 is what they recommend for it. Is this something you gave a lot of consideration to for for over a period of time or or was it, you know, did you come to the decision pretty quickly? No, I did give it a lot of thought. I kind of thought about it for a couple of years um, before I did. And I remember um, chatting to my granny about it at the time when she was alive and as a religious woman she was so wholly against it she told me she would rather me have someone in and out of the house every night of the week than do that so with that um, kind of perception on it it did prolong my decision to actually get it done and then I was a few months off 35 and I was like no I just don't want this opportunity taken away from me so I'm, I'm going to do it and what is your response to those people who say, look, let nature take its course and, and so on? What's, what's your response to that argument? I feel a, a lot of people who may have that opinion might come from a generation where people settled down and they married and they had kids a lot younger. Or maybe it's people who never struggled with fertility issues and they don't fully get the the concept and the mindset behind it. Like it's there's a lot of people who, you know, they think that maybe they don't want to have kids, but they don't want that taken away from them. Or, 
you know, like me, like I'd love to be a mother, but I just, I don't have a partner and I don't want, you know, the time to go by and then for me to finally meet somebody and not be able to do it. So I think sure. you can only judge based on your own experiences. Yeah, of course. Uh, I, I, so Katie uh, Rosinski in her piece referred to it as kind of an insurance policy. Do you, is that how you see it as well? Yeah, which is funny because I have like talked to a lot of people about it. I'm like, you know, the money that I'd be spending on this or I have spent on this, like I could have put that towards saving for a house because obviously I want to get my own place. But the kind of the conversation and the outcome of that has always been, well, like you can buy a house at, at any stage of life, really. But for something like this, there is there's a time constraint on it and you kind of have to just decide, you know, I need to do this because this is what I want and the house can come down the line. Yeah. Um, the physical process involved, does it does it take a lot out of you? Is it difficult? Yeah, it is quite tough. Um, I think I found I'm currently in the actually in the middle of my second round. But I remember the first one, it was I, I say I remember it as if it was years ago. It was literally November. <laughs> but I went in and I didn't expect it to be as emotional as it was. So, you know, when you watch movies, you always see like the stands, pictures of stands, and there's always a baby there. And I, when you go in to initially start this, they do a scan to look at like how many follicles you have, etc. And I remember just looking at the screen and being like, there's no baby there. And then looking over my shoulder and being like, there's no one else here with me. I'm doing this because I'm alone, which is my personal reason for doing it. And I found that really, really emotional. And then, you know, you even see IVF kind of portrayed in movies and TV shows and stuff these days. And it's always a couple doing it together. And, you know, the partner will help with the injecting and, you know, the emotional bits that they go through. There's two people, so they share the burden of it. Whereas when I'm doing it, I'm sitting in my room injecting alone I'm going into my phones alone I'm coming out alone like it's very it's although my friends are interested and really supportive and sympathetic there's no one I'm sharing the journey with it's a it's solely personal one and it is it is quite emotional it is draining uh to a certain extent I'm sure it is I'm sure it is and and you uh, expressed that very eloquently there um do, like you talk about talking to your friends, would you talk to male friends about this? Do they do they kind of get where you're coming from? Are they are they empathetic? Do you think, or is it something that men, I suppose, just is, are, are are less aware of? Let me put it like that. It's funny because I found that say with family members in particular, um, my male most of my male family members have kind of thought it's codswallop nearly they're like no like we don't understand it's it's a scam you don't need to do this you should just deal with the cards that life has dealt like dealt you but then my male friends they have seen me go through this they know how much that I want to be a mom someday and they kind of I suppose a lot of them are older themselves and a single and they're like well you know we can still become dads at any age but yeah you know, women can't. So once they kind of understand or they've known me for a while and they know that I wouldn't do something like this on a whim, they have been very good and very supportive. But at the same time, the emotional element, like they try to be as good as they can when I'm like wildly hormonal, but they don't really understand what's happening. Last question. Um, I mean, you mentioned, you know, some people saying to you, let the cards fall where they may and, and that kind of thinking. Do you think 
the idea of freezing your eggs is just going to become much more, there's obviously increased acceptance of it. Is it going to become much more the norm, much more socially acceptable? I think so. Yeah. Like even um, the clinic, there was a particular clinic in Dublin that I wanted to book with because it is a nonprofit and they currently and haven't for the past six months been taken on any new people for egg freezing due to unprecedented demand. So I really feel like post pandemic, a lot of people are doing it. And even since I've started my journey, I have come across people and I haven't even been that vocal about it. I haven't reposted about it on social media or anything, but there's so many more women who are my age or younger or in their early 20s that are doing it because you just don't know what life is going to bring and if we're going to be imprisoned in our houses again, hopefully not but you know for a few years so yeah I think it will become a lot more acceptable just like IVF did you know many years ago people were wildly against that and now it's really socially acceptable which is great because people need it and they avail of it because they need to so hopefully the tide will turn and people will that we're not just mad career-driven women that we're actually doing it for a life insurance policy really and Michaela Hayes a spin radio presenter uh, thank you for talking to us uh, about your experience uh, in this area thanks indeed for talking to us on News Talk Breakfast News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman in association with AIR on News Talk